All right, everybody listening at home, this is the Ordinary Church Podcast. Uh, Pastor Mike and I are in Pastor Mike's office, and we are kind of trying to practice social distancing. We're six feet apart. We're trying not to breathe on each other. Interesting times. Yes. And that's actually what we want to talk about a little bit. Uh, it's springtime. It's actually a beautiful day outside right now. Sun is shining. And yet, most people are kind of stuck inside and uh, a little sad. How, uh, we, how are we supposed to think about all of what's going on with, I don't know, just some of the sadness in the world right now? Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about a lot. I mean, here you have springtime. It's a beautiful time of year, right? And you see all these, you know, new flowers, bright, vibrant colors, and yeah. birds are singing, yeah. and uh, rain is falling, right? We got, we're getting pounded by rain pounded right now. by the rain, yeah. But, and, and we know God's faithful, and we know we see his beauty in creation, but I think it's really easy, and I've been hearing from a lot of people who just feel downcast right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not feeling the joy. They're not feeling... I don't know, the, they're not just feeling, they're not feeling great about, you know, themselves or life right now. And I think it's almost like, you know, like we live in Southern California and, you know, people that live in really cold or dark climates can sometimes feel a little more yeah, depressed, more right? Depressed, yeah. I had some friends that were serving in Estonia uh, back in the late nineties. And I remember we were there, uh, Angela and I were there on a missions trip in the summertime when literally you would have like three hours of, of daylight a day mm-hmm. and that it would be dark all day. like yeah. all day, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then other times it would be light and there would be like three hours of darkness, you know? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, people really get depressed. But I think that we're seeing more people kind of getting downcast. I don't know. And I think that, I think it's a good thing to talk about. Yeah. That's why I, I kind of want to talk about that today a little bit. Yeah. How do you encourage that person who's a believer, trust the Lord, loves the Lord, but it's still hard. They're inside seems like God has brought something that's discouraging and, and even hard. There's health questions. There's, there's economic impact that's coming from this. Right. How do you encourage that believer who's struggling? Well, I guess I would do this. I, I First, you know, you point, point people to Christ, right? And I think Jesus said something really, really important in John chapter 16, okay? And in John chapter 16, in verse 22, and he's talking in the context about how you know, he's going to die on the cross. And and this is apropos for us to be thinking about this at Easter time, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to die on the cross and he's talking about the Holy Spirit coming, but he's basically telling them, you're going to be really sorrowful. You're going to be sorrowful because I die. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then he says in verse 20, this is John 16, 20, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. You're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, how does sorrow get turned into joy? Right? Yeah. And then he talks about a woman giving birth and you're sorrowful because you're in pain but then once you deliver the baby, you don't remember the anguish because for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Hmm. Then he says, so also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. And your hearts are going to rejoice and no one will take your joy from you. And, you know, sometimes people will be like, got to fight for our joy, right? Yeah. That always bugs me. I'm like, hmm, you're fighting for your joy? Sorry, but Jesus already fought for your joy. Hmm. And I get it. Yeah. I get what people mean. But really, Jesus is saying your joy is not going to get taken because it's a joy that goes beyond what you can generate. Yeah. And he says this. He says, look, um, ask and you'll receive that your joy may be made full. And I guess it's this thing of going back and, and trusting Jesus when you're downcast. So let's just say, listener, that you are feeling really depressed today. And it, that nothing can pull you out of the doldrums. You've tried to binge watch your favorite show. You've tried to eat your quarts of ice cream and bonbons and... You know, you're getting upset at people even, and you're trying so hard and you're not feeling joyful. And I guess the thing is, is you're trying so hard. 
like just stop trying so hard. Yeah. Like Michael W. Smith had this song years and years ago. Michael W. Smith. Remember Michael W. Smith? I, I do. Now I am Michael W. Shera. Okay, <laughs> so we have the same initials. Here's the the line, a line out of his song. When I walk with God, his joy will always come. And I love that. I, I loved it from the first time I heard it back in the early 80s, you know. And, and here's what I'm thinking. You see God's beauty in creation, but then you go, wait a minute. When a person comes to know Jesus by faith, they're a new creature in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17. The old has passed away, but the new has come. But then I'm struggling with being downcast, and I don't feel very new right now. So what does it mean to be a new creature in Christ and to walk with the joy you have? And I think it's remembering the gospel. I really do. I think it's remembering the allegiance you have uh, to God Almighty, first and foremost. You follow Jesus Christ. And it's it's doing this, listener. It's keep doing the thing you know that's right to do. Just keep doing the next right thing in yeah. front of you. Don't worry about your joy. The joy will come as you walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a joy that overrides giddiness or happiness. Yeah. It's not that. Deeper okay? than that. Deeper than that. So you talk to God in prayer. You pour your heart out. You obey his word. You know, you go to the word even when you don't feel like it. You foster good relationships. That's key. You apologize. You confess your sins. You just make up with people. Hmm. Uh, you give of your time and your resources. You give uh, instead of thinking what's going to be given to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you just serve God's purposes. I think you do that. That's what it means by redeeming the time. Make the best use of the time yeah. for Jesus in the gospel. And you think about it. God wants you to be healthy spiritually. And you go, but I'm not healthy spiritually because I feel downcast. Wait a minute. Time out. You might be healthy spiritually right now as you're downcast. Lament is a part of life. Mm-hmm. And you just pour out your heart to God. All of life isn't just happiness, okay? Sometimes you have to just sit in the silence and sometimes with the pain. But remember this. The things of God generate health. The opposite of the things of God generate unhealthiness. Mm-hmm. You want to go down the low road? You want to you know, pick on people or bully people or force your opinion on people or argue with people or just wallow in your self-pity, it's not going to help you. And you're going to start hurting more and hurting people hurt people. I used to always tell my yeah. kids that when yeah. they were younger. Oh, somebody bullied me. Well, hurting people hurt people. Um, but if you know your identity in Christ and you keep remembering it, you just do what's right and good. What happens is God just develops a heart in you that, that gets beyond yourself. And you realize he lifts you out of the doldrums, okay? Mm-hmm. And where you don't condemn yourself for feeling bad, you just go, this is the season I'm going through. And it, maybe it's a season of lament. But I see some joy. I see some beauty. I, I went and smelled a rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I yeah. guess I just, I, I want to help people. I don't want to hurt them. I want to serve people. I don't want to demand my way. And I guess when you do that, I, I feel like, even if you feel like you're downcast still, you can say, but God's going to use me either way. And I know it sounds weird, listeners, to, for me to say to you, you might still feel downcast. I think we want to go, let's snap the finger, you know, and we don't have any more downcast. And now we're joyful. No, I think it's joy in the midst of sorrow. I think it's joy in the midst of pain. And I do think that God lightens the load. You know, what did Jesus say? Come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. I am gentle and humble in heart. You know, you're going to find rest for your souls in me. Yeah. So I'd say that if you're if you're downcast right now and the sun is shining, uh, find your rest in Christ. Let Him be your sufficiency. That's that's what I would say. Amen. Yeah. 
I think even sometimes God can bring us into those times because it forces us to him. It does. It drives us to him. Yeah. When we realize we have no more resources, what does Jesus say in the, in the Beatitudes, in the Sermon on the Mount? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Those are the ones that say, I'm bankrupt. Mm-hmm. I have nothing. Yeah. I all, Jesus is all I have and Jesus is all I need. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, thanks so much, Pastor Mike. Appreciate it. Good to talk with you. Absolutely. Everybody at home, we'll, we'll talk to you next time.